Anyway, let's just hit this button and go. How, do you, how does that sound? Yep. Hey everybody, welcome to the first, the very first, Lyle, uh, War Council spoiler cast. Uh, what are we calling this? Well, it's about goddamn time. Well, it's about goddamn time, episode one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jordan, and joining me today is Lyle. Yep, that's, that's me. That's him over there. Uh, no yep. one else. No one else could make it, but that's all right. You know, we're still getting our feet wet over here today. As you may have seen when you loaded this episode, we're going to talk about A Quiet Place. God. And we're going to be loud about it. Yeah, uh, loud and proud. Obviously, spoilers are coming. If you're sensitive to that sort of thing, you probably shouldn't listen to this. Um, no, this is definitely not a show for you. Uh, so let's jump into it. First things first, Lyle. How'd you feel about the movie overall? I didn't know 100% what to expect because this was a movie that I... I saw like a little piece of something on social media and I was like, Oh, that's going to be awesome. I don't want any kind of anything to ruin it. Right. So that's why I'm spoiling it now. Uh, but no, but like when I, I didn't, I went in completely blind and um, they use certain. So anyways, a quiet place, they use <laughs> silence. And, but, yeah. but I was thinking, but I was thinking like, oh, this is never going to work because people are going to be assholes about it and all that stuff. But I thought that this movie was a hundred times better than what I even expected. And I, I thought it was going to be good going in. So that's quite a bit better. Horror movie of the year for me. I actually did have some people that were being assholes in my theater. Oh. Uh, fucking, fucking kids, man. And like Fuck one of the ushers, shout out to the ushers. Uh, at movie theaters, shut that shit down real quick. That was cool. Nice. Uh, but even the people that aren't being assholes, uh, it's been all over social media and stuff. But when you're just like eating popcorn, reach, well, reaching dude. for your drink, like you feel so like an I was asshole. Gonna, yeah, I was going to go back to this because uh, uh, it's like part of the movie and, and things like that. But basically, I went into it and Val goes, what are we going to get for snacks? And I'm like, nope. And she's like, what do you mean, nope? And I'm like, it's a quiet place. It's going to be quiet. They're going to use that. I'm, I'm guaranteeing it. We're not doing it. Right. She's like, can I, can I get a drink? And I was like, no. <laughs> no. No drinks, no popcorn, no rattly things in boxes, none of that shit. Nothing. And we go in there, and I start hearing people around me with like just the worst eating habits, chewing with their mouth open and like rattling their boxes oh, with God. raisinets and all that shit. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is going to suck. And then the movie starts, and as I thought, it fucking sucks, and people are pissing me off, and we're maybe, like, five minutes into the movie, we're still in that first store that they're in. Yeah. And I notice that people start going, (gasps) (laughs) and they quiet the fuck down, and I was just like, whoa, this is great, and it just improved as the movie went on, people got quieter and quieter, and pretty soon, it was like I was almost there alone. It was great. It it was one of those things where, so I did have a drink and I, Ooh, I felt, I felt as if I was <laughs> going to die if I made any noise. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. Not that creepy alien monsters were going to come out and get me. But, that but someone I, like me would turn around and fucking choke you. Yes, that oh. I was just straight going to die <laughs> if I did anything wrong. So yeah. I was very ginger. Um, but I was extremely surprised at how quiet this movie actually was. Like, mm-hmm. sure, okay, a quiet place. You you expect these monsters, they prey on, on noise, and that was shown in the trailers and all this stuff. I figure, you know, okay, there's going to be noise, right? Like, there's just going to mm-hmm. be noise. There were so many sections in that movie where it was just silent. Yeah. Like, and then, no, and dude, then you we, heard, like, a subtle scrape. Sound? What's that? Yeah, when there was a sound, it mattered. It, like, mm-hmm. it actually, it it had weight. Yeah. And so, of course, this translated a few times into a jump scare. You know, the girl knocks <laughs> over the lantern and fire starts flaming up. And, you know, John... But I didn't feel that bad about it though either like a lot of the time i don't like movies that are heavy jump scare things um but like i said it was so silent most of the time that it was really effective the biggest problem with most horror movie jump scares is that they they telegraph it so hard in that there is utter silence and a place where there shouldn't be utter silence or or the music swells up and and it gets kind of crazy so this Mm -hmm. movie subverted that in that all of it is is quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the, sure. there there definitely was, especially as the movie droned on a little bit, you got a little more comfortable in the setting. There was a lot more uh-huh. like subtle noises. There was more of a soundtrack going on, a score. But like the yeah. very beginning of this movie is just so fucking quiet. There's and, nothing, oh, dude. And then so you know, getting into more of the story here, when their son, their youngest son, gets that spaceship. And it starts going off. Oh, and I was dude. like, I was like, oh fuck! Like shit's about to hit the fan, like already, right? You know it's gonna happen, um, but I didn't expect it to happen that quick either. I I didn't expect I didn't expect anything to actually happen to the kid. Um, when it starts going off, so he he finds this space shuttle in a store yeah. that they're in. Dad picks it up and he's like, "No, too loud." He like, fucks up a lot with it. Like he almost drops it off the shelf. Yeah, and, and um, it's it's Lee, right? It's the dad <laughs> that like slides over and catches it, or is it the daughter? No, it's the daughter. Someone yeah. heroically like on their knees, like slides over and catches it. And um, as they're leaving the store, they're like, "No, too too loud." Like sign language, like, "No, yeah. this is far too loud." It takes out the batteries, right? And then, um, the girl, the daughter gives the toy to the kid. At what point do the batteries go back in? I don't remember, but I know that they take the batteries. You out. don't see, you don't see it. So yeah, they, they take the batteries out. She hands the ship back to her brother, and then brother, before leaving the store, glances at the batteries. And oh, and takes them. The That's right. Okay. Right. So so they're walking back home. They're trying to be super quiet, and they're a little spread out. Like dad's up front carrying a sick child mom's right next to him daughter's trailing behind and then this little boy is trailing behind like a lot um yeah which already was a little alarming and then all of a sudden he hits the button and the thing starts going off and the face that <laughs> krasinski makes right there oh man i just got chills it just happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. so oh he, my god he makes this face he makes this face like his kid just died because yeah. that's that's what's about to happen. So he puts he puts the other kid down and starts running his ass over there. The yeah. the child kind of doesn't know what's going on, right? 
Yeah. So I figured John was going to get there, like slap the thing out of his hand and grab the kid and the monster that you can hear and sort of see coming takes the toy and like runs off or something. No, no. Before you blink, that monster snatches that kid and kid gone. Takes the entire child. Kid is gone. Leaves the toy. Doesn't munch him right there. Just. Nope. Nope. Snacks him up in in the mouth and he's gone. Yeah. yeah, and and that was that was like such a brilliant opening because it, it just oh. told you how fucking powerful well, these things are. You know, I kind of like the mystery of it because in the beginning, I'm looking at this scene and I'm thinking like, how far gone is the world at this point? Like, has it been like a long time? Why are they using sign language? Like, is someone deaf? Are they all deaf? Like, are they all communicating this way because of the the big thing and it's kind of a little bit of both (laughs) because the the daughter's deaf right the daughter is deaf uh whole like one of the plot points of the movie actually the biggest plot point essentially is that uh lee john krasinski is trying to make a new hearing aid so his daughter can hear Mm -hmm. um and and that turns into i mean we'll just get it out of the way that's the thing that hearing aid that he makes i'm not sure exactly what they're implying he made it in a certain way that it sends feedback to the monsters and fucks them up if they're in range, you know, like hyper, um, hyper stimulizes their, their hearing. So yeah, obviously they're super good at hearing they're blind. You know, I don't think they can smell. I think that's part of it too, but like they can hear. And so when they get close yeah, to her with their hearing aid, smell. yeah. When, when they get close to that they, hearing aid, they freak out and they leave. They um, lose their appetite. And they, they, oh, just, <laughs> they lose everything. Uh, and, and that, I mean, real quickly, that was my biggest problem with the movie is that it, it felt a, like it was a Mars attacks situation. And like, at least when you first find that out, I'm like, oh, great. It's going to be Mars attacks. They're going to like play it over a loudspeaker and their heads are going to explode. Right. Right. And yes. And no. They at one point run into very close quarters with a monster at the end when they figure it out, like they use it to their advantage. They put it over a speaker the thing freaks out and then they kill it. Um, so, I, I mean, I get the premise. I think it makes a lot more sense here than it did in Mars Attacks. I'm not saying that those two should well, be yeah, compared but... in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> no, for sure. But you needed to have... I mean, these things were so fucking crazy powerful. Like, you needed to have something to bring it back. Yeah, and I, I did find myself for most of the movie until you get that reveal that... Um, it's her hearing aid that her hearing aid fucks him up. I did have this, like, how are they going to do this? What are they going to do? Because you see, uh, Lee's shop and he's got a board and he's like sketching out ideas. Obviously they've been here a while. Um, so mm-hmm. their, their house is all set up. They've got running lights. They've got like sand on the ground to make their steps softer, all these sorts of things. Like they've clearly thought this out and he's mm-hmm. got these boards. It's like, okay, I think there's three in the area. They have some sort of armor. And they're attracted to noise. These are the three things I know about these monsters. And it was really cool to see that kind of come into play in that yeah. when the hearing aid stuff happens, it like makes their heads open up and kind of makes them more vulnerable. Like you get under the armor sort of thing. Dude, you would be the most popular fucking family. Like you're the ones who figured it out. So oh, like yeah. your neighbors, yeah. they come over and they like, they knock and they're like, can I have a cup of sugar? And you're like, uh, yeah, give me your shoes. And they're like, dude, come on. I need those. And you're like, shut the fuck up. I killed all the monsters. <laughs> all the monsters. Like, I can dead. take whatever I want, dude. And, and who knows? They may eventually do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. Um, so, and I guess another problem I did have with it is I felt that the girl, well, I guess, I guess maybe not. The more I think about it, I originally had a problem with the girl not knowing that she was affecting these monsters. Um, especially like the first time it happens, it's a really fucking cool scene where she's there. She's deaf. She's looking for her brother. And one of the monsters is like straight up right behind her, like just walking yeah. up. You're like, Oh God, this girl's fucked, right? This girl's done yeah. for. It's going to happen. But just, she's just not like this. looking at it. She can't hear it. It yeah, doesn't she, exist to her. It, it doesn't exist to her. And then it gets close enough and, and fucks up her, like the hearing aid fucks it up. Yeah. Um, so she freaks out. She's like, oh, my fucking head. What the hell? The monster's already gone. So she has no idea there. Mm-hmm. Later, her her and her brother are in a, a grain silo about to get swallowed by grain quicksand style. And this, mm-hmm. the same sort of thing happens. And I feel like at that point, she should have figured it out. Right. Yeah, but also they get distracted when they hear other shit, though. Right. Like. If they're trying to get a hard, if they're like working at getting a meal and then they hear something else, like maybe they just are like, well, maybe that's an easier thing to eat. Well, I just feel like between, especially between the grain silo and then later when they're in the truck and it's on top of the truck. Yeah. I feel like she should have made the connection. Eventually. Yeah. Hey, this thing is close to me. My, my ear is going crazy. Right. Like, yeah. Enough encounters. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what she would have done with that information. I just feel like it was a, it was a little little weird, uh, right? That, that she didn't at least also like, think or anything. The last time that I was in like a near death experience, uh, I don't really remember clearly everything that was going no, on around me. I mean, me, I, so I guess that not. Could be a part of it. I guess not. And you know, I'm not deaf. I haven't been in this situation. Um, <laughs> right, right. For all I know, that loud piercing noise was the first thing she ever heard in her life. I don't. <laughs> right, I don't know. Right. You know, I just don't. So who knows what she's feeling at that point? Um, so I mean, ultimately, it was it was a cool like thing that they did to give those monsters a vulnerability like that. Um, it just at first it struck me a little weird. And I'm not remembering clearly. Refresh my memory. So in the beginning scenes, the brother, the older brother, right? He's ill. He's sick. Yeah, he's, he's got something wrong. They that's never. So that's, that's it's not, like not an important wrong. thing. He's just sick. I no no like that sickness ever, never comes up again. Um, okay, okay. I, I think it's right. I think it's there because that that kid takes a little bit of the blame, right, for the fact that the little one got yeah. eaten. Because otherwise, yeah. uh, Lee would have been carrying the little one. Mm-hmm. Instead, he was carrying him. Um, so that the at some point in the story, you know, both of those kids feel like it's their fault. Mostly the girl because she gave him the toy and that kind of creates a oh. rift between her and her father that, that is actually really cool in the movie. Um, yeah. But but they both kind of take some responsibility for that. And the whole story. You know, that whole shit really fucked me up because yeah. I've got I've got a lot of kids, right? Three is a lot. That's a uh, lot, yeah. And not all the time do me and those children get along. And, and sometimes I feel like it's some shit that isn't real. You know, there's like a problem that exists with like me and a kid and I'm like, I love you kid. And they're like, get away from me, dad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, "Uh, all right, I can't do anything about this. Then let's extrapolate that out to that's happening, but you don't know if your kids are going to be dead two seconds later. Like (laughs) if if one of them is just going to scream at you, I hate you and then die. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, I thought that was a really cool thing. Um, for sure. 
I I did appreciate when when Lee takes the sun out to the waterfall and they use uh-huh. like the sound of the water falling to mask their that was an screams awesome scene. and stuff. Yeah. I I do wonder though. Obviously, the the world has been like this for a while, right? But mm-hmm. those kids were born in the regular world, right? Would would you I don't know? Were they? I don't I don't know because they they do a lot in this movie about how they're preparing for their new child. They dig a bunker. They kind of soundproof it and see if it works. Like that's where the birth is going to take place. It the kids are fucking looks loud. Like they've done that before. I don't like. They spent the first beginning of the movie like preparing some stuff. So maybe they were making it better. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah. in any case, I wonder if that's some information we could find at some point. But yeah, I, I don't know if this is something that we're discussing in a theoretical sense, and then it's like plainly spelled out somewhere yeah i i didn't see any of that but it doesn't mean it wasn't there um all i can say is that little boy took great joy in the fact that he could scream and not get killed oh yeah (laughs) he was was having a ball um Mm -hmm. so and that was one of those things that you know the dad took the boy out and left left the daughter and she was kind of peeved so um there's a real touching moment where lee dies fucking heroically like this whole transformation of him learning how to be a father in in this hard, hard, hard time where his son died, his kids are distant, he's trying to make his family survive and do whatever he can. And then he has this moment where his two kids are trapped in a truck and there's a monster like literally on top of it. And he, he signs out to his daughter like, hey, I love you. I've always loved you. And it's this real touching moment. And then he lets yeah. out this fucking scream. He lets out the scream like that just, It'll chill you to your bones. It's the most mm-hmm. human scream I've ever heard in my life. You can yeah. you can hear it's the pain. Give me goosebumps right uh, now. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It is going to be in the end of this episode if you have not heard it and want to hear it. Um, it's going to be here at the end. But or you know, it. I talked Jordan into sticking it right in the front because it's a spoiler cast. No, it goes it goes better in the back. I think we should probably it, put it up front. It goes. Anyways. It goes in the back. <laughs> Um, maybe, maybe it'll be both. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? But, but anyways, dude. So like also powerful because this is him sacrificing himself, not just for his kids, because that's, that's the obvious given, but he's sacrificing himself for the chance that his kids survive. Yes. Yeah. This isn't him going, well, I know that if I do this, my kids will live. Yeah. He doesn't know that. Yeah. This is no just like. Here's your shot, kids. Good luck. Here's your shot. Not only that, protect your mom, protect the newborn child that has just been born, and and go and survive. But I'm just but I'm just saying, like this is he's giving all of his life, the whole thing, all of it for this one shot for them to get out. Correct. And that's fucking crazy. And but that's what it would come down to. That's right. Like there's there's nothing else he really could have done. I mean. What's yeah. he going to do? Walk over and hit the thing. It's going to fucking wipe him out and then go back to the kids. Like he has to make <laughs> yeah. the loudest noise possible because then the kids uh, release the parking brake on this truck. And it, it is set up in such a way that it's going to coast home. Like they thought this through, like this is an emergency escape plan. Um, so he fucking Those things move so fast. How yeah. did they not just shred him and then go after the truck? Well, because it's still making noise because they, they take him and now they have food. Is how I process that. Like maybe they're not too concerned about him. Yeah. All right. Yeah, like all right. like just like they did with with the kid in the beginning. They swipe right. the kid. They've got food. 
they don't give a shit yeah. about more food right now. Like that that's right, how right. I see it. Hey, so, what's up with the Oh, go ahead. Uh, I just uh, the last thing I wanted to say is like you can literally hear the pain in his voice. Like oh, it's yeah, I I read a couple interviews about like how Certainly. John Krasinski did this and he's like I just I thought about my kids. And and you can tell like this is a father in real life trying to save his kids in real life and like he just translated that to his character and did a fucking beautiful job brilliant yeah brilliant so job. good um uh, so go. what is it Ooh, there's a couple things okay let, let's just start with i'm curious because we kind of touched on it before with jacob i believe but what happened in the woods with the old people what is it that you mean I mean, just explain the situation. Okay, so there were old people in the woods. One of them was already dead. One dude kills himself. Right. So I think that was a woman. I think not not, not the one that killed himself. The the other. I got the impression yeah. that that was that man's wife. Yeah. Um, he put her out of her misery or something. And I maybe he was trying to scream because he's lost his fucking mind. Or maybe he was actually trying to help John and his kids in his own weird way, like attract the monster. He wants to get it over with, but let them go. And and they obviously didn't see it that way because he freaked out, you know, grabbed his kid and ran. Um, mm-hmm. But so, so that's, that's what I thought. It was just, it was another couple of people who were alive I, that just couldn't fucking it, take it anymore. Yeah. I feel like that's what I had brought to the table and it maybe got shot down. <laughs> Oh, but sure. okay, no, we're on the same page. So yeah, that's that was a crazy scene too. That fucking oh, woo. just just fucking walking through the woods, and all of a sudden there's a dude standing there naked <laughs> with a beard. Like, yeah, yeah, I I dug that a lot because it was it was one of those well, scares that got to you, but it wasn't like a noise scare, you know? No, exactly. It, it, it was a situational thing. It's like if you were in that situation, would you be a Lee or would you be? an old couple fucking killing themselves in the woods. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I have a family, so I have obligations and, and things like that, but I, I don't know, dude. Uh, what uh, do you do? Fuck. You, you try What's probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, the, the point is the end of the movie. They, they, <laughs> they saw yeah. it like, so that's, yeah, that's true. That's, yeah. That's another thing. And this might be the biggest thing that we talk about today. But they weren't ever working on that though. Not not consciously, no. Um, no. The, John's whole thing was survival. John Lee, his whole thing was survival and the yeah. new child. Yeah. And survival. <laughs> like, Which, what a fucking dumb thing. Like, why yeah. are you... How do you... You can't, you can't have a kid, dude. You can't. You can't have the process of making a kid because there's noise involved. I'm just... I'm, I <laughs> guarantee you that. Um, <laughs> and... I, I don't know. I don't know if there was like an actual correlation to when they got pregnant to when the other kid died. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're trying to do. Maybe, maybe they had this plan in place and they were fine. Like they knew that they had this plan and it was fine. So they're like, you know, I mean, it wasn't fine. It didn't turn out fine. It at did all. not turn out fine. And not, <laughs> it wasn't their fault that the place flooded. Like they actually were safe. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't. The birth of that child was fucking amazing. 
a little Whoa. unbelievable, but amazing. That was the other thing that I was going to say. That, that was my second thing is that I was just like, let's just have a moment of appreciation for how insane that that whole scene was because whoa yeah yeah so emily blunt um wife of john krasinski actually yep uh it, she she has to have this baby like right meow and <laughs> i why why couldn't she go to the the bunker is there a reason for that i thought she was headed off i thought she was like she was occupied by the thing already like she couldn't go that way Maybe, maybe that's. I wasn't don't, she, I don't wasn't she holding up in the bathroom to get away from it? She was, yeah. But I, I don't, I don't know why she didn't just go to the the. I don't know. Maybe she didn't want to draw it to the bunker. I, I don't quite remember. But yeah. anyway, she doesn't make it to their soundproof bunker. She goes into the house, curls up in the bathtub, and lets it rip. Like yeah. goes while Whoa. this while this monster is coming up the stairs, like. It was such a nuts moment. Like, obviously, there's something with these monster aliens, whatever you want to call them. I keep calling them monsters. The the lights flash when they're around. Like, they, they exhume some sort of presence electrically, and that obviously is what triggers the hearing aid. But it, it's just such a cool moment where she's, like, struggling to not be loud, even though she's kind of going to be um, the fucking monsters come in. The lights are flashing. So, so there's there's a signal. So they set the lights. They have string lights all over the place, and they're normally yellow. When they turn red, that uh, means baby's coming. She turns yeah. them red. Uh, Lee sees it and tells the youngest boy, hey, go set the fucking fireworks off. So right, that's he, right. he runs over, that and, and that, this is why he gets lost in, in the cornfield. Um, he goes and sets mm-hmm. off the fireworks. So as soon as those fireworks start blowing up, she fucking lets it go. You can, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I don't remember if we actually hear her scream, but we can like see. I don't her think scream. so. Um, yeah. Which is really cool. And then she has the baby, and she hides out in the shower so that she doesn't get eaten. But the monster runs yeah. off to chase after the fireworks. It was, it was such a well thought out plan that just like had me blown away. Mm-hmm. So, so they definitely thought about this baby, and and that's why I'm assuming they thought that this would work. Weak. But yeah, you can't keep a baby quiet like you can't and not just a baby. You've got three years where you can't keep it quiet. Oh, yeah. No. I, and, like, you know, I'm sure she was going to stay in that bunker fucking forever. I say like, what else years. you got to do more than that. It's it, more it, than that. It, it sure. is. It is for sure. I, I would at least four. like right now I could I could talk Jalen into it. I could be like, OK, look, if you talk, you'll die. So don't say anything. And she wouldn't. But Violet, there's no way. There's no way. Well, She's five. I don't. I don't know. Okay, so what I guess if, what you if raised a child to not speak, yeah. like if you just didn't teach a child speech, if you just never okay. spoke to your child, the only thing you'd have to worry about is crying, right? Crying. Like if you literally never gave your child words, you never spoke to it. A ever. cautious sneeze. I yeah, like that's that's that the other thing. thing you'd like have to teach sneezes <laughs> and like random coughs, like. You're, you're well, coughs are completely 100% <laughs> controllable. Ah, not always. No, they are. What if you're just drink, drinking water and you fuck up? Yeah. It happens. Okay, that's different. That's a wet cough. Okay, I'm talking uh, about a dry cough. Oh. Always preventable. It's always preventable dry cough. You're right. Uh, so yeah. it's just like things like that are kind of weird about this this universe. But hey, they, they've made yeah, it this yeah. far. They haven't sneezed yet. Um, <laughs> so obviously they thought out the baby thing. What they didn't think out, though, was that fucking nail. You know 
sometimes the nail. You, oh. uh, you ruined my transition. <laughs> well, I was just going to say that sometimes when I'm sleeping, my wife will nudge me because like I'll have a sleep fart and she's like, yeah, you son of a bitch. Like, yeah. what if you have an accidental sleep fart, dude? And like, sometimes you can let them rip pretty loud. Yeah. A snore. A, a snore. Loud snore. I, snore. No, I, I mean, snore. anybody, anybody can do it. <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, but uh, the nail, though. Yeah, so so the nail oh, that they did not plan God. on. Pregnant woman trying to get the the thing of of clothes up. Uh, it's stuck on something. She pulls it up just to get up the fucking stairs, and it's a nail sticking straight you know, the fuck up. You know what's bad, uh, but not as bad as a nail sticking into your foot, like stubbing your toe. That sucks, right? It uh-huh. hurts. I've never stubbed my toe without screaming like the worst obscenities at the top of my yeah. lungs. I've no. never done it. I've, I've always, as far as I can remember back anyways, I've always screamed out expletives as I stub my toe. Yeah. And it's like a, it's like a reflex. It just happens. It's very natural. It takes over. I imagine if I stepped on a nail, probably the same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I get that she's conditioned to do this. She's conditioned to not be but hella loud. I'm conditioned no. to not be loud in the middle of the night, but if I stub my toe in the middle of the night, it's still going to happen. It's not life or death, though. Ah, uh, you don't know Val too well, she, apparently. She gives... Because this is the second time you've made an incorrect <laughs> prediction about Val today, so... I'm just saying, you know, she gives birth. She fucking crowns without yeah, making a goddamn sure. peep. Emily Blunt sure. is the fucking toughest woman alive. Um, <laughs> Evelyn Abbott, right. we should call her. But... Yeah, so that nail comes up, yeah. and, and there's oh. there's this sort of tension that you just don't get in movies anymore, where you're like, that nail's in play. Who's going to oh, step on that nail? It, Who is going to yeah, do this? I, is it going to be a kid? That moment happens, and I fucking oh. felt it. My own foot felt like yeah. it. Yeah, oof. And it's just that mystery of, like, oh. who's, who's going to step on it? Who's not going to be ready yeah. for it? Who's going to fucking scream, and who's going to doom everything? Because if it's well, one of those kids, those kids are fucking screaming. That's what I was thinking. I was like, it's definitely going to be one of the kids, right? Yeah. And and she, she comes back around it to is... it, and she does it. She's... <sighs> so, uh, God. Um... <laughs> so, should we... Should well, we... They did. she hasn't gotten a tetanus shot in a long time no. either, I'm sure. Yeah, that, that's the <laughs> other thing. That nail was hella rusted. The sequel, she's just going to yeah, die I mean... of... of uh, what's, what is the disease? Tetanus? It's not, is it tetanus? I thought it was named something else. Tetanus shot was... A, uh, anyway... She's going to die from tetanus and, and that's her kids have to make it on their own with their shitty one-year-old daughter uh, sister or whatever it is. Um, so, so I think we should talk about the ending. It's, it's a contentious ending. I think several people on our regular show had kind of voiced vague opinions on it. How did you feel about the ending? Clear it up for me because I don't know. So I was fine. I was completely fine with the ending. So I didn't, give me i didn't focus on it as much like jacob it it fucking perturbed him so i'm like i must have missed something so so here's how i read this and and here is why i think people don't like it this this movie is it's a quiet place it's so fucking quiet you can hear people munching popcorn in the back of the theater you have you have to be quiet for these monsters they figure out at the end of the movie that hey the daughter's hearing aid when it hits their ears, when the monsters hear it, they freak out. They're, by the way, real quick, those monsters are fucking beautifully designed. They, like, they open, like, not just their mouths, but, like, their heads. Like, it's fucking so nuts. Terrifying. 
I, I can't, we can't get into it because I can't accurately describe it, but. Well, no, you know what? They're very similar to Tremors, but they're actually scary. Yeah, sure. Okay. Like, I'll, I'll give you that. I they're, just, they have similar. like the, the same face thingy or what's that other movie where they like have sex with the faces of the people, you know what I'm talking about? Alien. They have three of them. No, no, no. They have three movies and then the end of it has a giant robot. No idea. Oh God. We'll have okay. to add that Anyways, to the show notes. Um, yeah, that'll kill me. But anyway, they're they're beautifully designed. Normally in these movies, when you have a streak across the screen, you're like, I don't want to see that. That's going to look bad. It's just not going to look yeah. as good as it is scary. These work. These are almost maybe better than the fucking bear in Annihilation. That's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, but, definitely. Dude. But I, I would say I would say definitely because uh, these don't rely on like dim lighting. I don't know and, that the, just and, and fast movement. Like you could have that sitting still, which they do in, in several shots and yeah. it's like fairly well lit and they're still fucking terrifying. Same with that fucking bear though. That's like, they that's don't just... have in any sort of lighting. It's all like really, really dark, right? You can, you can see it. Uh, maybe not in a theater, but you, you, you can see it anyway, just the design. Anyway, of that anyway. Thing. But so they figure out that when they hear the hearing aid buzz, the, the high frequency, it opens up their faces. Uh, Emily Blunt, uh, Evelyn, I forget the name. <laughs> she shoots it in the fucking face with a shotgun. Obviously, that's a loud noise, right? The thing is, the thing right. is dead though. Like it looks dead. It is dead. They see on yeah, the on sure. the surveillance cameras more are coming. You know, from the beginning of the movie, three in the area question mark. Okay, two more are coming. Right. The, the movie ends on a close up of her cocking the shotgun like let's fucking go mode and and that was a problem for some people it's it's such a jarring departure from this quiet slow horror movie so but in my opinion if you find out that the thing that you cannot kill that will kill you no matter what can be killed you then and, kill it and that you have a reliable way to do it yes that's why you, that's why we like this that's why yeah. you and i like this other people yeah. don't like it because it's a tonal departure because it's right. like, think, think of yourself playing Splinter Cell, right? You're playing Splinter Cell <laughs> for fucking two hours and the very last mission of Splinter Cell, they give you fucking Duke Nukem's weapons and they let you go fucking crazy. Like it's cool, but it's a tonal shift that doesn't quite work unless you really think about it. And, and in this case, but in the difference here though, is it's absolutely practical. If you yes. found out, like I said, if you found out a way to kill something that could not be killed, you fucking, you kill it. Yeah. I would literally say, let's go bring those motherfuckers. I'm protecting my <laughs> yeah. family. I gave birth without a fucking peep. I am protecting my family. My husband just died. I'm protecting my family. Let's You'd do be it. monologuing this to the yes. camera that doesn't exist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. To my daughter yeah. who can't hear me. That's who I'm saying this to. <laughs> Right, but uh, so so that's why we like it, and that's why other people don't. I I loved it. No, I, I didn't like yeah. it. I loved it. I thought it was just such this this fucking badass moment. This woman who's clearly a badass, who's who's taken up the reins. Like she's not mourning the death of her husband. She's not, you know, woe is me about the whole situation. She fucking killed one of those things that couldn't be killed. One of the things. And now she has a duty to protect yeah. her family and fucking everyone else. Yeah. Like presumably that, that was the one that ate her fucking son. So she's fucking hyped. She's ready to <laughs> yeah, go. For sure. <laughs> so that's, that's I, I, I did enjoy the shit out of this movie. Um, oh, yeah. Definitely one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Uh, definitely of the year. It's up there. Yeah, and, definitely. 
And that's, I, I, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say about it? No, that's been a spoiler cast. Well, well not, not yet. Not yet. We're, oh, oh. We, we got bonus. We got bonus. So oh. um, I just want to talk a little bit about the, the, like the making of this movie and just how it got here and just, just other little tidbits that people might find interesting about the movie. Oh yeah. I'd like to know. I'm a, a very casual movie person. I don't sure. know who directs, produces, uh, stars some of the times. I don't even know, <laughs> you know, the name of the guy who starred in the movie. So I mean, in this sure. case, I do. But, sure. but anyways, yeah, no, I'd be interested um, to know. So, I mean, obviously, we covered a little bit. John Krasinski, Emily Blunt, they're married. They've been married for a while. Uh, I think right. I think that connection made this movie work fucking wonderfully. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know that this could have been done if it was anyone else. I mean, not not like not like a different married couple. I mean, like two people who, who don't have a connection in real life about protecting yeah, right. their children. Uh, so I thought that was fucking beautiful. Um, also directed by John Krasinski. Many people kind of looked at that as like, eh, what the fuck's this guy, this Joker from The Office doing over here? Like, it's going to make a horror hey, movie about staplers and jello? I don't think so. These are the 20 teens, okay? That shit happens. It's it's true. And and it, it <laughs> we fucking pulled it off. I mean, honestly, John Krasinski has done more like serious stuff than he has done comedy stuff. He, he had The Office and that was like it. He directed like a... Well, he's currently part of a dark comedy uh, adult swim show called Dream Corp LLC. I don't know if you've seen that or heard of that. Uh huh. It's it's fucking it's absurd. Like it's it's a workplace <laughs> oh, comedy. Adult absurd. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a workplace comedy, and they're in a dream therapy facility, and it's it's fucking weird. But anyway, huh. uh, yeah, Krasinski's anyway. involved in that, and that's like his most comedic thing he's kind of done since The Office. He's he's been in like war films. He's gonna be the new Jack Ryan in, in Hulu's. I was gonna say like action movies and shit. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a lot more of a badass than he is like a fucking wimp from the office. And and this this proves that. Um it's it's fucking cool though how he got here. So I want to touch on a couple things. Like John Krasinski almost gave up acting like entirely before he started on the office. Uh-huh. He he set out like he he found acting in college and then he set out to to pursue an acting degree or or whatever you want to call it. Um, he he talked to his mom. He's like, hey, I I want to do this, and she's like, yeah, fucking of course I support you, but you have to promise me one thing, because I can't tell you to do this if you don't find anything in two years. You have to pull yourself out. And he said he said yeah he said yeah I'll do that. And the office happened like right there. It was pretty fucking close. Like he he'd had roles. He had small roles, uncredited roles. He was in like an episode of CSI. Everyone's been in CSI. You know, he was in a, yeah. a Law and Order episode. You know, as some well, fucking and then guy. the Office had so many episodes, dude. It's like enlisting in the military. You know, yeah. they're like, oh, just two, just two years, two years. Okay, come on, two more. Years. Exactly. Let's, let's do a couple more years. Come on, come on. Exactly. Um, yeah. And and right around that time, he had like the smallest role in Jarhead, even like. That, that's where he's that's where he started and it's it's amazing how versatile he is but nobody really takes notice of that i hope that they do now uh, yeah they, they always just kind of saw him as as that joker from the office which he was good at uh, but he, yeah. he has he has quite the resume uh i did just want to point out real quick that while he you know he directed this movie he was an executive producer on this movie uh so was michael bay which is uh-huh. unfortunate for for me, because uh, <laughs> I I fucking hate Michael Bay. 
Uh, I just but thought you that was say that you like some of his work. I, I like things he produces and then never touches again. I think that's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and even that is not a, not a total, you know, blanket thing, of course. Uh, right. the, the last thing I wanted to touch on is, is people maybe are not aware that there's like sequel plans. Uh, the studio hasn't said, hey, we're going to make a sequel. But uh, John Krasinski yeah. and, and some of the writers have been like, hey, we know where we're going to go with this. Now, see, that is something that I'll have to see. And I will see it because, you know, I gave I mean, I didn't give this a chance. I was fucking thrilled to go see it. Yeah. But I would give another one a chance just because of how in I was on this one. So I feel like it's only fair, but I don't have high hopes right now. Like I don't see why there would need there would be need for any more unless it's a parallel story, like it's happening to someone else somewhere else. Then I I maybe would feel better about it. Yeah. So so that's the thing. We we didn't talk about this, but during the movie, there are several fires that you can see. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's like definitely a community that's spread out because you don't want to have too many people close together when these things fucking go crazy over noise. Correct. It's very clear that other people are in this world. Other people are still surviving. And that's, that's John's plan for a sequel. Should it happen? Should, should he make it? Should he be involved? Is that it it would explore who's on the other end of those fires. And I I think that's, I, I, I think that's cool, but it's kind of the same movie, right? Like, how do you, how do you differentiate that enough in that, Okay, you know, we've got maybe we have a, a kid with Tourette's and he can't. I don't know. I, I, like, <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I don't mean no, that to be offensive. Know. I just like, what do you do to differentiate this? Yeah, yeah, that's tough. So, so I mean, if it happens, I'll check it out. Uh, the other way I think it could go is like, let's do a, an Aliens Alien 2 thing. Let's, <laughs> let's make it a fucking action movie. It's like John, you know what, it's John Wick style with Emily Blunt just with her shotgun. <laughs> fucking shit. Up. You know what? Here, let's say this, because no matter what the result is, and no matter how big of a fucking turd it maybe ends up being, of course we're going to fucking watch it, dude. We watched Jeepers Creepers 1, 2, and 3. Well, you watched 3. I have not watched 3 yet. You haven't watched 3? Okay, well, I'm just saying, we've given shitty sequels a chance before, and maybe this one turns out good. And and yes, so I will 100% give it a chance. And that, and that's <laughs> this this is where I think we're going to wrap this episode up is that yeah. you and I are perfect for this because we're the ones we're, we're the horror fucking fanatics. And we also yep. don't care about watching the shitty ones and trying to redeem the shitty ones in either our mind or someone else's mind. So it was fucking perfect for us to sit down and talk about this movie that took a lot of chances oh, yeah. and fucking nailed it. Fucking nailed oh, yeah. it. But Good anyway, time. that's been a show. Lyle, thanks for joining me. Yeah. This uh, in the inaugural episode of I don't know what we're gonna call this. Uh, I'm thinking I'm thinking we'll figure it out though. Um, <laughs> for sure. So so thanks everyone for First listening. First order of business. Yeah yeah. Well, uh, last order of business apparently. Uh, <laughs> thanks everyone for listening and remember. keep watching.